May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In this week's window reflection, I accidentally referred to Alan Hilton's book, A House United, as A House Divided. An email from a parishioner who always reads these things very carefully described the mistake in the most loving and clarifying way. He said, The anxiety we all feel is well reflected in subconsciously and poignantly transforming Alan Hilton's title from A House United into A House Divided. The first, our hope for the future. The second, our experience of the present. To my mind, this assessment is spot on. As we do hope for a future of unity and reconciliation with God and with one another. Jesus' sacrifice for sin that was named in today's collect is that once and for all action to bring reconciliation, to make us one body with one hope in God's call to us. And yet, the world we live in, our experience of the present is that of division and anxiety. Jesus' words of two against three and three against two, families falling apart, friendships torn asunder, religious and political strife played out with violence is a description of so much of what we see on the news and perhaps have experienced in our own lives. And so, and so the Spirit is at work in and around these matters. As we encounter this morning what one commentator calls a shrill Jesus in this morning's reading from Luke's Gospel. Now, this is a difficult text to hear any day of the year, but at least for me, it's even more poignant this go-round. As many of us are living in a state of anxiety around the very real divisions we encounter, there are small things like who wears a mask and who doesn't all the way up to Friday's attempted murder of a writer whose books some people don't like. Jesus calls us as he sees us, broken, divided, in need of a Savior, in need of a way forward to reconciliation, and he knows in this passage that he is headed to Jerusalem. We learn that in Luke chapter 9. Jesus knows that he's headed to Jerusalem to the cross for us. 
So it's understandable when he says at the beginning, I came to bring fire and how I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptized and what stress I am under until it is completed. A baptism by fire. He knows he is to undergo for us. He's broken, divided, and beloved people. The word stress, translated here in Greek, is seneco. And it means constrained, held, pressed. Jesus knows there is only this way for him. He is held by God to his mission to be our Savior. The sacrifice for our sins, for our divisions. Now on a beautiful late summer morning, you may have come here seeking a simpler, more easily digested word, a story of healing or kindness. That Jesus, that Jesus, that's the one we like. But today, we learn more about the powerful, passionate Jesus. The one who lays down his life for us. The one who lived among us and suffers for us. Suffers with us. That is the good news I hear today. We have a God who knows us in all our brokenness and strife and who is willing to do something about it for us and with us. In the letter to the Hebrews, we are reminded about all the faithful people who have come before, the suffering they endured, the sacrifices they made in faith, to follow Jesus. We're told that it takes passion and commitment, courage and sacrifice to follow him. It takes faith in his promises, in his life and his death, to envision the possibilities of unity and true brotherly love to envision a world where all people are welcomed and heard, honored, and respected. Here in our church, in our communities, in our nation, and in our world. So, let us also lay aside every weight 
and the sin that clings so closely. And let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who, for the sake of the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, disregarding the sting and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. This is a Jesus of power who loves you unto death, who in spite of our sins, our anxieties, our divisions, Jesus gathers us with himself to the Father in unity. He is the resurrected one who gives a vision of new life and promises true life in him. May we be so bold to pray for reconciliation and unity, to work for true peace, not the imagined peace, but true peace, that peace that only God can give. May we reimagine what is possible in all our relationships, our church, our nation, trusting this powerful Jesus to be with us every step of the way. Pray to this Jesus today and always. Amen.